0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, I am your host and sole host of today's episode of Two Diverse Podcasts, Nicholas. Um, before I get into things, I just wanted to say that the reason all of the other guests, uh, not guests, hosts couldn't join in on this episode was due to certain circumstances with all of them and uh, likewise. So I will be recording this episode all in my lonesome. You are stuck with just me. That might make you want to click off. That make like you. Uh, that make that may make you want to listen more. But uh, I don't want to make this episode unbelievably long for no reason at all. So let's get right into the swing of things. I just want to open up a little. First off, we're talking about last episode and just everything about it and everything surrounding it. So the reason why it was delayed so much is mostly on me. I had a mic issue that just messed up the entire recording, delayed the recording by hours, and then uh, it was just everything going on in the episode. Uh, It was was very chaotic, very hectic. It, It was almost like if we were doing the actual first ever episode of anything. And, like, we had no training whatsoever. It was, like, baboons were put in charge of this. And I did not like it. Uh, All the other hosts did not like it. So we decided to scrap it and reshoot the next day. So we did that. I started the mic issue. And as you can see, I fixed the mic issue now. But uh, the final product of the Maxwell episode, uh, I don't truly, truly like. Uh, I'm glad that we got it out uh, at all. And... But I would definitely, like, uh, I would definitely, uh, if I were going to do anything or reshoot anything, that episode would definitely be reshot. I feel I pushed it way too far. And, you know, I feel like that, that episode right there showed me that I was overextending. Since, uh, I don't know uh, if we've ever said this, but I'm the sole editor. Of the uh, podcast, and I'm basically the social media manager of the podcast as well. So I manage all of that, so I really felt the overextension right there. And last episode, it was just so hectic, Uh, we really were just messing up everything, and so I took a break. I took a two-day break or so, Uh, one was because of editing issues, and then the other one was because I was out biking with a couple of my, uh, buds, so I didn't really feel like editing that day, and I actually stayed over at his house, so yeah, um, the delays were mainly me, but it did show me I was very much overextending, so the plan, uh, just in case you didn't see it on the story for Instagram, I'll post something on the Twitter account, and, uh, I'll make sure it's in the bio, of the uh instagram account uh we uh the plan is to upload every wednesday every wednesday uh but we will be recording um on a friday or saturday or whenever we really choose to record uh i am personally gonna you know, the court of friday uh sunday at the latest so that way i have most free time but due to, of course, uh, a certain situation that took uh, place, uh, which will not be gone into at all in any episodes. And I'm making this abundantly clear, mainly for the hosts, if they decide to listen to this episode. The, the situation will not be gone into any further than it already has. And so, uh, as such, uh, that is why you've landed with me on this episode. Basically carrying the broadcast to a, a third episode. Um, so let's just get now. Uh, let's just get uh, some things out of the way. Uh, what I do like about the last episode was that since he was the first guest episode, guest episode, like Maxwell said, he was really making history. Really groundbreaking. He was like a shovel. He was breaking ground. And, you know, I liked it a lot. I don't like the production of it, but I liked the episode itself and what it held. The value it held, to be exact. I liked its value. So, uh, guest episodes will continue to come out. What the plan is for those is every other episode or so. Uh, that is the plan, and we're trying to make sure it fits with the schedule of the guest before, you know, we make any final decisions and the like. But, yeah, um that is what the plan is for all schedule and stuff and the sorts uh so i took notes down to uh, have a little plot plan for this episode uh but then stuff happened and now i'm the only one on this episode so i'm going to talk about last episode's guest maxwell maxwell he did a wonderful job honestly we talked a lot and it was really cool, really great to hear the story. I hope you all heard it and uh you all liked the story. Uh you know, to go through uh addictions very, very hard. Uh I've personally never really struggled with any addictions other than over the summer I had a very chronic gaming addiction. I know most people will consider gaming an addiction to be two to three hours, but I was spending literal 24 hours, three days at a time on video games. It was very unhealthy. So, uh, when um, when I joined wrestling in uh, my junior year of high school, it was very, very, very hard. But it was very, very fun, and it's gotten me more active, and I'm continuing to do it uh, now. and. Honestly, wrestling as a sport may look boring. It may look even a little gross because you're literally bare bones, bare skin hugging people. Uh, The singlet or the two pieces I wore for my uh, stuff because I actually like the two piece more than the singlet. uh, It's very, very thin. Very thin to be very honest. And of course, it hurts your toes a lot, especially if you don't have shoes. So if you, uh, if any viewers, uh, plan on doing wrestling for your school or an extracurricular activity or anything else of that matter, get shoes. Even if you're not gonna do it to play against people, get shoes. It's gonna it's gonna feel a lot better, and it's gonna play a lot better. So get shoes. It's it's I mean it's pretty it's pretty expensive, especially now. In the U.S. at least. But it ain't too bad. It it, it ain't too bad. And, you know, wrestling is a great way to get fit. It's a great way to stay uh, motivated because you got, it is a solo team sport. It is you, it's a 1v1 with teams. And so, me personally, I feel like that's a great motivator to just, you know, keep getting better and keep striving for better. And to see that good isn't good enough. To quote a wrestling movie. But yeah. I I don't know really why I went on this tangent honestly. But wrestling is a very very fun sport. And if you have the opportunity. I do suggest wholeheartedly uh, taking that uh, said opportunity. But you know. It's also taking up my whole summer. (laughs) I uh, planned originally for my summer to just you know the regular summer for a high school pers- uh, high school student you know get a job, uh go hang out have some fun with some friends you know how it be, uh but now uh it is six hours every weekday of working out three hours weightlifting slash conditioning, and then another three hours of wrestling. Now, it isn't like a full three hours. Like, there's a 20-minute break when it comes to weightlifting before we move on to our last two uh, things. And then for wrestling, we take a couple breaks every now and again, not that long. And we uh, stop and play a sport, uh, a different sport, or uh, at least games. Me, personally, I love playing basketball in there. I'm dog-awful at basketball. Dog-awful at basketball. But I love playing it. Uh, dodgeball. We played that a lot. Love that. Love that a, a lot. Uh, this one high school I went to to uh, wrestle against, they had a dodgeball team. Like there was an actual dodgeball sport. I don't know if it's real or not. But if there's a dodgeball sport, God, I wish I joined that. That was so fucking cool. is <laughs> playing dodgeball for school. LC with forty eight points. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. I got that. Go. Alright, but, you know, let's move on to summer and how my summer is going. It's supposed to be how everyone's summer's going. But my summer has been absolutely wondrous, you know. I've been having a lot of fun wrestling and weightlifting. It's been, you know, it's hard, but it's fun at the same time. It's really cool. I'm, uh, actually, I uh, just completed the first draft of the new NCU script. Uh, uh Night Bernie Cinematic Universe. It, it, it's a little fun, little thing one of my friends uh, works on, and so I completed that. Hopefully, uh, that is made whenever it is made, and I can watch it. My, my beautiful script in action. So uh, you know, I'm I'm a scriptwriter. <laughs> I do a, I do I do be doing a lot of projects. I do be having a lot of projects. That is uh more of an entertainment level projects, not really uh, not really f- school or educational related. Just you know fun, entertaining projects. But uh, you know the rest of my summer has been cool. I watched a couple. I watched a movie with a couple of my friends, and then I watched Top Gun, the new Top Gun. It was actually wondrous. I'm probably gonna go on another tangent with this one, but the new Ton uh the new Top Gun. It was really, really good. It was very surprising how really good it was. Uh, I watched it with my uh, dad, and, you know, uh, even he said, like, he was surprised how good it was. Because more often than not, uh, sequels, uh, especially ones that take as long as Top Gun and Top Gun Maverick, uh, are not going to be good, apparently. But uh, this one was really, really solid. Is it better than the first Top Gun? uh debatable especially since uh i watched the first top gun only three or four months uh before the second one came out i know kill me i watched so many movies but i didn't watch the top it's surprising actually i watched the complete lord of the rings of uh uh movies including the hobbit movies uh i watched percy jackson i watched so many movie like things um, especially old school movies. I watch a lot of those with Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know all the good uh, actors. I never watched Top Gun until just now, um, top the first Top Gun, like three months ago. But basically, yeah. So you know, I it was very fresh in my mind, but I really, I really, really enjoyed it. It was really, really good. Uh, Tom Cruise did an amazing job in this movie. Uh, you know, I think. Tom Cruise probably is one of the better actors uh when it comes to actors right now. Christian Bale in my personal opinion is triple triple S tier. I don't care who the uh the, who the best actor is ranked by Hollywood or whatever. Christian Bale every character he's played he's played perfectly. I cannot I cannot at all say that Christian Bale has played a bad role. Uh, of course, I, point, I I actually ask that someone points me to a bad role Christian Bale has played. Because I'm about to go watch uh, Thor Love and Thunder with my dad uh July 9th. And so, I'm very, 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 very stoked for that. And I cannot wait to watch that. And then, f- July 1st, the greatest, the Absolute best movie to come out will be coming out. And that's the minions movie, Rise of Drew. It is gonna be a full sweep. It's gonna be like Morbius full sweep. It's gonna be gonna go crazy. I cannot wait for that movie. When it comes out, it will go fire for real. So my summons lined up. I got Movie six hours of non stop action every weekday from eight thirty to three thirty. It's gonna be fun. And, you know can't can't cannot wait for when school uh starts up so the real the real action for wrestling begins and all that stuff. But you know, Me personally, I feel like summer, this summer at least, has come out with probably the best season for music. Now, none of my favorite artists throughout, but Tyler, the creator, uh, he's working on something uh, and it was just like snippets alone make it look hella, hella good. Like it is solid how good it is. Now, mid cutty apparently is coming out with something. I mean, mid cutty is apparently mid cut mid cut. Yeah, so mid cutty is coming out with something. I'm not a cutty fan. After you know him switching up on Kanye like that, I can't. I can't. He's not a real one. He needs to. He need to find God for real. Uh, he really. He really. Uh, terrible. Terrible person. I suggest anyone associated with kid cutty mid cutty. Uh they uh they immediately uh backed themselves off because he's he's not afraid to backstab people who made his entire career. So, you know, I'm just saying yeah, it, me personally, I wouldn't take that. You know, that's just me though. Me personally would not take that at all. But yeah, Kanye Kanye is such a great, great artist. I don't care about his whole little uh His little, um, how should I phrase this? His psychotic episode right now, you know? He's just, he's just a great, great guy, you know? Greatest guy, uh, to, um, ever make music. I feel like maybe what, uh, Kanye needs right now is a giant boost in, uh, in motivation, because he'd be producing stuff, like, left, right, and center, but he'd not be releasing it, so, motivational and to, like, actually post it, because, you know, Kanye, you're a great, great artist, and I'm speaking like I'm actually talking to Kanye, but Kanye is, you are a triple S tier artist, you can't, be afraid! To post your amazing music. You're holding off on us, brother. My brother in Christ. You're holding off on us, and I personally, yeah, I just can't wait. And then it's this guy, <laughs> uh he's the uh, this guy. Don't he's like a vampire lover. He's apparently, God, fuck, I can't for life me remember his name. It's just like. He, got, he has a four in there, like, I don't know, it's like, it's like at the tip of my tongue, but, like, it's just a bunch of zeros and all that stuff, it's like, zero, 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 four, zero. But, yeah, he's apparently just dropping a mix with the boys, with his boys. It's gonna be like old Kanye Tice type of production, you know? They're gonna be him the boys, just producing, to produce. So... You know, uh, maybe I'll have that 0004 guy on here. Maybe he'll be the next guest. You know, I just gotta he we just gotta figure out the schedule and all. Uh, and hopefully when he sees this, cause you probably will see this, he'll be like, yeah, that seems cool. I like the Two device podcast. They' great way to mock up my stuff, and they' great. They have some great, great, great guests on there, especially the Nick guy, cause you know. He just held that entire podcast up by himself, nonchalantly, I may add, I really may add, but, you know, music speaking, summer looking pretty good, there's gonna be a Netflix TV show with a bunch of artists, Kanye won't be in there, so the show's already uh, tanking views, for sure, and Kid Cuddy's on there, so it's definitely gonna lose even more, And of course, Jaden Smith, the man, the myth, the legend, the man who at two years old, instead of watching Spongebob, decided to watch a uh, news conference and was like, shut up, man. Talk about the social, economic, political climate of the world right now. I'm like, what a baby that guy is. I'm joking, he he made like four good songs, yeah, four good songs on one album, each one titled uh, B-L-U-E to spell the word blue, which was uh, a coincidence because they all work together to tell a story, but you know, me personally, I, it's like the only song on there, but you know, what's really been going crazy this summer is games. A bunch of games have been released and talked about, and uh, I really want to talk about some. Now, sadly, there was no news on the new Elder Scrolls game, Skyrim 2. But, you know, uh, everything everyone was hyped about, you know, Minecraft Legends. Overwatch 2, uh, Mid-Warfare, Mid-Warfare, Roman Numero 2, 2022, Electric Boogaloo, It's Morbin Time, yeah, I'm not at all, like, Alright, so here's my personal take on the Modern Warfare 2022 Electric Boogaloo. It's Morbid Time. It, it's. It's gonna be dog shit. It's trying to do so much with so little shit. Here's everything that has been rumored to be coming with it: the campaign. Great. The 19th campaign was alright. It was a little iffy here and there. But it was pretty alright. Multiplayer was dog awful. You have to play the meta weapon. And you have to be camping. In order to. Have a single chance. At breaking a 30 bomb. To put that in perspective. Black Ops 2. I would run around. With some shitty loadout. Because I thought. You know. It was good. And I would still drop. A, a, cl- a clean 30 bomb at nearly every match not every match some matches I'm put against Mr. T Lexify something and I get 8-10 tr- kills oh, and then some matches I'm put against 2 year old number 4 and get a drop of 50. And so, but I was very consistent Modern Warfare 2019 comes around with one of the fastest times to kill you can't even have a reaction time faster than the time to kill. You are shot once in the back, you're done. Because there's no way a controller player can snap to their back. And a mouse player needs to be playing with some really high sensitivity since to snap their way to the back. It's unfair. Black Ops 4, I'm not going to lie, at a very, very, very high time to kill. Almost too high, some may possibly say. But it was fair. Because you can shoot someone, and they'll be like, oh, shoot, someone's shooting me. They will have time to run to cover and heal, or if they choose not to heal, because there was an option where healing was manual, there's more options to play around. You'll like, okay, this guy's expecting me to heal. He's going to overextend himself. I'm going to kill him then. Pop, 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 he's dead. You didn't need to play the meta weapon. You just needed to have a better skill than the other player. The game was more about skill. And don't get me started on the fucking SBMM. Swear to God. They better fix it this year. They better fix it this year. COD. COD World War II. Was the. uh, Was the the cornerstone of this. Whole idea of S B M M, And then it got worse with. 19, with Infinity War thinking. Breaking people out of servers and lobbies. Was a good idea. Because that makes any sense. You know the fun part. Talking the enemy team being like you are your here man you dogs here man and the other team be like nah bro you we were were you going easy and they were and they actually demolish you or you demolish them yet again It's... that was fun the trash talking was fun now you have a large community of campers who can't take the trash talk even though they play with a scummy scummy loadout and playstyle. you can play like a camper all right you can play with the ride shield I'm just be expect me to be like right shield, right shield right shield. you're gonna if you're gonna play scummy expect people to talk shit about it if you're not gonna play scummy and people talk shit they're talking shit cuz they're bad you know when Call of Duty was at its peak you know when people saw a level 1000 something. they were like, wow, go get a life. They were like, wow, that's really cool. I want to get that. Because the grind wasn't four to five years long. The grind was fun and, was, and gave as much value as it could in the amount of time it needed it. Prestige. They screwed up the prestige systems. 19 just took away prestige for no reason at all. Cold War brought it back, of course, and you know, well, it was good. It's not prestige. Call it the Cold War was an identity crisis. They could, they should have really called it that because it was trying to be Black Ops One. But after Black Ops One, but it couldn't be Black Ops Two, and then it was trying to copy the multiplayer of Nineteen, with trying to keep the same st- the, the the same style as Treyarch's. Treyarch's superior style of an arcade shooter. You know that's what that's what COD is—an arcade shooter. If I want to play a military sim, I'll play a military sim. I'm not playing COD for a military sim. If you're playing COD for a military sim, you don't know what Call of Duty is and what Call of Duty has always been, which is an arcade shooter. There's a reason why COD Four, Call of Duty World at War, Black Ops One, Modern Warfare Two. Black Ops 2, Modern Warfare 3, COD Advanced Warfare, COD Ghost, all of these games. There's a reason why none of them had an insta kill headshot mechanic for anything other than snipers. There's a reason. It's because it's not a military, so it's not supposed to be realistic. I'm playing 19 like I'm a Madame Stormtrooper going against Han Solo. Unless. I get the drop on him, and I make sure I'm perfectly 180 degrees behind him. There's a high chance that me with my... not epic MLG new pro custom loadout new exploit allowing for four billion twenty two damage and not 0, zero 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 seconds... There's a reason. Alright? it's It's because it was fun to be able to shoot someone... Them shoot back and then it'd be a battle of aim and a battle of mobility strafe left and right you can stand perfectly still on 19 as long as you get the first shot the first couple shots you're nearly guaranteed the kill you can try to run left and right but if you don't get those first two shots and if your aim isn't the best in the world you're not gonna win those gunfights. It's downright stupid how fucking dumb people can be like, Oh, 19 has the most fast time to kill. It was designed for trash players and map design. You can go back. They talked about it. They put literal, they made the maps around having a one overkill spot. But instead of doing it how Modern Warfare 2 did it, where the highly skilled people, the people could actually, you know, like, who knew how to walk around and knew how to run around and try to shoot a name, those people have to take a high risk, high reward strategy to get to those spots. In this game, in 19, Modern Warfare 19, all I have to do is open a damn door. And don't get me started on doors. Those are the most stupid thing. I can literally shoot a rocket launcher at it. Someone positions themselves right at it. I, I, the door's not opening. The doors are stupid in that game. They're absolutely terrible, honestly. I cannot possibly understand what made Duty think doors were a good idea. Vanguard did doors alright. They're destroyable. I, I I can live with destroyable doors. I can't live with undestroyable doors that hinder the gameplay of the game. Alright? I can't live with undestroyable doors that perfectly block line of sights that I can't see. And oopsie daisy, this guy had a fucking claymore in front of me, so when I run through, and since, you know, dead silence isn't a perk, And Ghost is active all the time. So my UAV that my teammate popped or that I popped. I don't see anyone in there while they're sitting still eating their nacho Doritos. God forgive that I can get the drop on the camper who's been sitting there for four to five hours doing nothing. But like, oh, here's your guy. Oh, here's your guy. Oh, Oh, here's your guy. It's irritating playing that game. It's absolutely terrible playing that game. And... It's literally the most played map is a remake from COD Four. Shipment is the most played map on that game, no doubt on my mind. And it's a remake from COD Four for Christ's sake. Their own original maps aren't played as much. Now, custom games on the game on the other hand, very very fun. I love playing custom games on Modern Warfare Twenty Nineteen. Uh, and you know. Cold War might be very fun, but no one wants to play that because everyone's stuck sucking Infinity War's god because they don't know a damn thing about anything. They are busy be like, "Oh, I'm so rewarded! Yes, thank you, Infinity War, for rewarding my terrible playstyles." But I digress. Let's look at the other game modes being promised: Spec Ops, a game mode that was ruined by Modern Warfare Twenty Nineteen. There was no fun or replay value to it, and uh, the survival mode was um it was it was less fun than Modern Warfare Three, a game that came out two thousand and thirteen. No, two thousand and eleven is when Modern Warfare Three came out. Because thirteen is when Ghost came out. Yeah, okay. So, a game from all the way nearly 10 years ago now. It's been 10 years almost since Black Ops 2 dropped, and it's around 9 years since Modern Warfare 3. Not a game that came out 9 years ago, basically. That didn't even update its survival mode all that much. Just gave it new maps, I believe, if at all is, was doing, did the game mode better than the game that came out in 2019. With all this extra manpower, support, new tools, new things, they did it better back then than it did now. How lazy do you gotta be? How fucking lazy are you? Now... Is Infinity Ward better than Sledgehammer? Yes. Sledgehammer has the balls to take risk, at least. But risk are nothing when all of them have been shit. Uh, Going back to World War II, Boots on the Ground, it was cool and all, but they did it terribly because they censored all the goofies. And then they did it terribly again when they censored the goofies even more! You gotta be. It, it's somewhat poetic to think that Sledgehammer messed up twice on the same thing. After making an okay COD like Advanced Warfare. People rip on Advanced Warfare. They want. It, they, it was their fault Advanced Warfare existed. It's their fault because they were begging for some new big changes. So the next best thing was a new movement system. And honestly. Advanced Warfare was alright. It was not the best by any means. It's kind of bad compared to most CODs before. But CODs after it. It was alright. It's it's pretty alright. And you know. Especially compared to CODs made by Sledgehammer. It is second best. If we include the CODs that were helped worked on by Sledgehammer. In which case. Modern Warfare 3 is the best out of all of them. But you know. Modern Warfare 3 came out in 2011, and Infinity Ward still couldn't improve upon any of that. I know I just switched from Sledgehammer to Infinity Ward, but I don't care. Right? I'm just raw dog's Infinity Ward I want. And Infinity Ward can make a good, good campaign. 19th campaign compared to Infinite Warfare's campaign? It It was a downgrade by every metric. Graphically speaking, maybe not. But every other metric available, it was a downgrade. Gameplay was equal. I'll give it that. It, actually not really, because there is more stuff to do. You could fly, fly jets. There was so much more you could do in Infinite Warfare's campaign. Than you can do in Modern Warfare Twenty Nineteen campaign. Either way, it's a four hour. It's either it's a four hour walkthrough at most for any COD campaign. It's not. It's not gonna matter. But you know what does matters when they're asking you to pay $70 to replay looks to be a mix up of Modern Warfare 1, 2 and 3's campaigns. Cuz you see this the sh- the, sh- the ship dock for Modern Warfare 1. You see that ship the opening mission I believe of Modern Warfare 1 got 4. You see that opening mission play out and then the mission that they have shown full gameplay of was literally Modern Warfare 2's oil rig mission. Not the one where you kill Shepard, but when you're on the when you're in the water and you're there to kill and blow up some oil rig, sand missiles, and then the next mission you go save price from the prison. Yeah. That was Modern Warfare 2. I'm not going to be surprised if the next mission we see is from Modern Warfare 3. They are literally ripping campaign missions and mixing them together. Are you kidding me? How is that at all worth any... That should bring down the value back to 60 at least. This should be a $60 game. $10 off because the campaign is just a mix-up. It's a remix of three different campaigns... That by themselves are great, great campaigns. But you're not gonna make me pay for a remixed technical remaster of these campaigns. You're not gonna have me. I'm not gonna that's stupid. The multiplayer is gonna be terrible. The whole point of Warzone 2 is thrown out the window when you have the fact that uh You know, it's gonna be on old gen. Nothing against old gen consoles. It's just the whole point of, you know, Warzone 2 was to have a restart and allow for Warzone to, you know, be better supported and have more availability for features. It's not gonna have. It's literally just gonna be Warzone. Warzone. It's literally just a. It's like a remaster, honestly. It's not even a sequel. It's a remaster of a game with some changes made. Calling this sequel would be like calling Cod the, the COD Remaster, the COD Modern Warfare's remaster a sequel because they added a new Easter egg. It's not. It's a literal remaster. The fact that people are flaunting over this game. Trying to suck Infinity Ward off harder and harder. Like having a whole competition for it. It's stupid. It shows how utterly idiotic the COD fan base is. Because they are sucking off a company that is literally redistributing the same game. Although Warzone is free. So you really can't be mad about that. Although, um... They are selling skins that they've already sold as a pre-order bonus for the next game. Oh, and did I mention that if you pre-order it on a certain store? So if I decide, which I'm going to do, I'm going to buy COD 2022, Electric Boogaloo. It's Mormon time on Steam and not Battle.net because I don't like using Battle.net. If I do that, I'm not going to have. The free 50 plus tier skips or whatever if I got the vault pass. And I'm not going to get the 12 already sold ghost skins. And these are pre-order bonuses that go to the old game. Now, Cold War did this and Vanguard did this. But the difference between these two is these two weren't coming out with a new Battle Royale sequel. COD, Modern Warfare, Roman Numero 2, 2022, Electric Boogaloo, it's morbid Time, is coming out with a sequel, it's really just a remaster of Warzone, it isn't going to have any of your skins on it, so you're paying for a pre-order bonus for a game that's not going to get any support anymore, a game that... The skins won't transfer to from what the looks of it if it does if it if it does transfer, I'll leave my words and You know, I'll accept that I said some, I, I I was dumb, but they're not marketing it like it's they're gonna come over They're not It's Stupid you're g- a pre-order bonus that you have You have to pre-order in-game just so it's clear the, the $100 bonus you have to pre-order in the game store, not the Xbox store, in the game store, not the the PlayStation store, not a battle in the game store. If you want everything, and I do mean that, because if you don't do that, you're not gonna get the fifty plus tier skips, the two uh, the two hour, the ten hour, uh, double XP for players and weapons, which worries me actually kind of because. I wouldn't say it feels pay to win, because you literally can just get all that stuff. You just grind it out. It's a little longer. What does worry me, how long is the grind of this game? People have lives outside of games. Do I? Not really. I have this. I sometimes make shitty music. Uh, I'm on my school's wrestling team. And I'm a high schooler. That's really, that is all on my planet. I can still play basically every weekend and when I get home. But there's other people with other things in life. And they rightfully should be focused more on that than on Call of Duty. But they shouldn't be held back from, you know, getting the Prestige Master. This is why Prestige Master was really good. Old Prestige Master, you could, I can literally go back to a new copy, buy a new copy of Black Ops 2 and still get Prestige Master now. Would it be as fulfilling as before? No, really, because then I just look... Because I look like a hacker, you know, because all the other hackers are on there. But I would have been able to do it now. I am I could buy a fresh rendition of Cold War. I'm never going to buy Vanguard. I could buy a fresh rendition of Cold War on a different account. And, yeah, I can get Prestige Master for it. But I have to wait until way after... When Season 6 drops. When I can finally get to the real Prestige Master. And then I miss out on all the other Prestige Masters. Which would give me Prestige Tokens. Which I could use on other Prestige things. Blah, Blah blah blah. It's stupid. It's a terrible system. Just go back to the old system. For Christ's sake. It's stupid. It really is. I I don't understand how Infinity Ward thought that was a good idea. I'm I'm blaming Infinity Ward for the developer choices, but I'm going to blame Activision for other choices. Like the fact that every menu is the same, 100% Activision's choice. There's no way you're telling me Sledgehammer and Treyarch both decided, yeah, Infinity Ward's menu system, really cool, let's copy it. It's the most boring menu system I've seen. Black Ops 2 had a better system. World Out War had a better menu. Modern Warfare 2 and 3 had better menus. Now, they're kind of the same, but the, the it, it was better. It's all around better. Of course, Modern Warfare 2 and 3 had a way, way better score than Modern Warfare 2019. But that's just me. That's just me, personally. But honestly... But it's it's terrible how people actually are thinking this is going to be the saving grace of Call of Duty. Modern Warfare Twenty Nineteen wasn't even the saving grace of Call of Duty. It might feel like that to some people, but the game that actually grew the player base, that didn't drop players, was surprisingly Warzone. That game was free, and we still ended up dropping players afterwards because uh Raven made a terrible terrible decision makings after Sledgehammer, I mean not Sledgehammer, Infinity Ward handed over the reins to it. So Sledgehammer had a better job handling a free-to-play Battle Royale than he did a $60 triple-A game. Moreover, said triple-A $60 game was broken for a while for console players. I mean, not. DMZ. DMZ is the only mode. The only mode that I'm actually excited for. DMZ is the only mode that has me excited. And that's only because of Escape from Tarkov. And, uh. I'm just not gonna talk about fucking Battlefield 2042 or else I'm gonna be here forever. DMZ is the only mode that got me excited. You know how terrible that is? A $70 AAA game. Which, I might add, I've been playing COD since COD World at War, and I went back to play COD Four later on. But since World at War, I've been but I bought every COD well except for Vanguard. But Vanguard, I feel like every COD player can come to a unanimous decision that that isn't a COD. It is a fever dream, a fever nightmare actually, that uh no one. Uh, no one should remember, and it should be forgotten throughout all the time. In fact, the only thing we should remember, it was a terrible cod, and most of the ideas for it were terrible. It did some alright things, but it was downright terrible, down to, uh, every last thing. And, you know, it might just be me, but... If a triple a $70 game only has one game that I'm excited for, it shouldn't be worth $70. Especially since I've been a COD fan since I would say day two. Not day one. Day two. But I've bought and played every COD since. And to see how the greatest gaming company, not company, the greatest game franchise ever has fallen, it is terrible. I hope 19 decides to kick my ass and say, fuck you, we're good. I mean, not 19, 2022, call Modern Warfare 2022. I hope it beats my ass and then puts me into a front headlock choking me out and said, let's say, fine, I fucked up, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but it's probably not, all things considered, I don't even listen to most of the COD YouTubers who've said for years, oh, this COD's going to be it, this COD's going to do it, guys, this COD's going to, and to anyone who listens to COD pros for like, oh, this COD's going to make it, this COD's going to be great, they're, they're, they literally get fined if they talk shit about COD. So, I, I would suggest getting your sources better than from people who've been flown out to play the game. Because it's very likely Activision has forced them to sign a contract where they will be fined. And for COD pros, specifically, they actually do sign contracts like that. They will be fined if they talk smack about Call of Duty. We've seen, it's been seen multiple times. But, you know... That's just me, you know. I like old cod. I like the cods where it took skill to kill someone and not just using the MP5 with the most OP attachments and getting the drop on someone while using ghost. When you know, ghost should only be active while you're moving, not when you're crouched down seeing the back of the map. Drinking some Mountain Dew with some Nacho Doritos, you know, I feel like a game should actually earn $70 and not just be dog-awful and ask for $70 because, oh my god, it's Activision. You know, that's just me, you know. I uh, I like games that are, you know, good, that increase on what made the original good, like Dark Souls to Dark Souls 2. Never played Dark Souls 2 in particular. But my friend who got me into Dark Souls 1. Says Dark Souls 2 is the best. And the, the the wider community of FromSoft. Says Dark Souls 3 is really good as well. I love Dark Souls Remastered. I love Elden Ring. These are games that are made. That are complete. And I just want to say this right now. Triple A developed games are being outdone. In America. By games made in Japan. By companies. That most people don't even look at. That is actually terrible. Hopefully Activision gets their shit together. If not Microsoft get their shit together. And for the love of God. Let. Treyarch. Get a full cycle. Let Treyarch get proper funding. Black Ops 3 was the last, tra- time, the last time Treyarch had a fucking good year. Black Ops 4, bam, cuts out an entire campaign for a Battle Royale made last second because of budget cuts made by Activision. Now, Treyarch's not off the hook. They still made some poor decisions, especially when it came to zombies and didn't live the liver on the promises they made about zombies. But it's supposed to be a multi-year COD. So they had chances. But, oh, nope. Activision took them off Black Ops 4. And then put them on Sledgehammer's game. I don't know what they were going to make. But it turned into Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Identity Crisis, honestly. Call of Duty Black Ops Identity Crisis is what it should be called. It is an identity crisis. The biggest one I've ever seen. So, Treyarch needs to get their act together a small bit, especially when it comes to zombies, I do not want to play Warzone zombies. Cold War zombies is alright, but it's it just, it just doesn't feel like it has personality. You play Black Ops 2, and then you play that. You play War of War, and you play that. One has more personality than the other. Now, this is just me being biased, because my favorite Map in zombies history is Nocturne Totem, the most bare bones map of them all. But I had the most fun on that map, and I still remember all the good times I had on that map. And I remember all the times I shat myself on that map. But I digress. God, that What of War, what a game that game was. I'm not. I'm not gonna get into what of War. God, people. If there is one thing to take away from this episode, one thing. Is that I can actually talk for half an hour about how much I dislike a game that hasn't even come out yet. I'm very, very unhopeful for this year. But I do hope my unhopefulness is proven wrong. But the fact that they put development hours... Into a game mode that wasn't liked already. They're putting development hours in a sequel to a re. There's a remastered. S- I don't know what Warzone Two is. It's not a sequel. It's literally just Warzone, again. But they put development time, hours, and money into a sequel of Warzone that didn't need to be made, and a Spec Ops, which was terrible in nineteen. So, unless Modern Warfare, Roman Numeral 2, 2022, Electric Boogaloo, It's Morbin Time does something different with Spec Ups, it's a waste of time. This is probably why, that's probably why, honestly, Infinity War had to literally steal missions from their older games. They have to literally steal missions from their older games. I mean, it's it, it's better than having no campaign. I gotta give him credible credits, too. It's better than what Black Ops 4 did, which was straight up just have no campaign. But, but come on. If you're gonna make a campaign, you better fucking make it somewhat original. As long, You know what? I'll give him this. If I don't see that shitty smile from the last one... That stupid smile that Captain Price made. You know, I never had a problem with it. I forgot he even made that smile. But some fucking cringe guy has been sending it non-stop. And it's such a shitty fucking image. If that smile doesn't come back. I will actually spend $100 on the game. That's a lie. I'm not going to do that. I don't think I've ever spent $100 on any card. Actually... That's a lie. Black Ops 3 because I bought all of its campaign uh, all of its DLC. pretty sure that should equal around 160, 15 plus 15 plus 15 plus 15, 15 30 30 60 that's 120 dollars. 120 dollars was spent on that game. most 50 percent of it was on the game that was released, and the other 50 percent were on four DLCs. It's not too bad, honestly. Four DLCs equaling to the same amount of a whole game, you know, it wasn't too bad. Especially since those were great. Now, uh, it has been fifteen dollars only for one map per DLC expansion, so that might have been stupid. But I mean, it was worth it in my personal experience, especially, Dorian The Ryzen Jaka was probably the best uh DLC map ever made uh, I'm gonna stand by that even if shown uh origins and uh okay mob of the dead is better only because uh I, you know what never mind nope no Dempsey better but yeah you know I think that's enough for gaming and eh. Yeah, no, that's just that's enough for gaming stuff. I really went on a tangent about how I really went long and hard on how much I really did not want to play. <laughs> I'm really not excited for the next COD, but you know, the fourth, the second guess coming on the fourth, fourth, zero four, the fourth episode. That guest, hopefully, can fill up a lot of the runtime. Uh, this has been your host of the Two Diverse Podcast. This has been your host of the Two Diverse Podcast. Uh, literally, no one's here, so it wasn't really diverse at all. So it was one opinion, giving, mm, giving my opinion, actually. It was me, myself, only, giving my opinion on stuff. But, you know, when it's like that, it's like that. And when it's not, it's not. This has been your host of the Two Diverse Podcast, Nicholas. And uh, for the rest of the crew, uh, until next time, it's the Two Diverse Podcast, signing off.